Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Real Talk with Rob and Shane. I'm Shane. I'm Robbie. And I've now hit the intro correctly twice. <laughs> awesome. Because the last episode, I forgot, or the, uh, which episode was it that I forgot to do it? The Thor episode. I forgot to tell you who we even were. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah they know who we are by now. Absolutely. So, uh, we are, as always, brought to you by Gimmick Sync, your one-stop shop for culture that pops. You can find us at GimmickSync.com or on your favorite social media. Just search for us under Gimmick Sync. So, um, today, invite you back to the house for a little bit of Netflix and chill. Because Whoa. we're going... <laughs> that's why I said invite them. That escalated quickly. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we're talking, uh, of course, Netflix, and we're talking Stranger Things today. So, um, how have you been since the last episode, Rob? <laughs> um, I walked in the kitchen and got a Dr. Pepper, Shane. Sweet. <laughs> got you one, too, it looks like. Yeah, right? Pretty awesome. Back-to-back recordings, fun. <laughs> it is. It is. It's also really interesting when we blow our wad on the news at the beginning of the first episode, and then we're sitting around for the second one going like, I don't know what we talk about. (laughs) You take take a month off, we have to play catch-up. Do two episodes together, can't think of shit. (laughs) No crap. Um, Well, you mentioned, uh, like, for some reason, your wonderful Best Buy website works. And let you buy Black Friday movies. Yeah, uh, so, Black- have you bought any, though? I did. Um, you know, I logged in and I saw... Or, actually, I got an email about it first. So, really? Yeah. So, I logged in, checked it out, and saw, you know, a few... Most of the movies are under $10 that yeah. we were talking about wanting. Yeah, I think I got Kong, Skull Island. I got a, a Christmas present for a buddy at work. Gotcha. Which, uh, let's see, what else did I get? Got a few other ones like um i'd have to look at my order honestly i know one i got you uh probably won't like <laughs> wow what a what a hateful look it's almost no, like you knew i was gonna to tell be hateful. you i'm more intrigued i actually picked up dark tower oh okay so it was cheap how much was it it was like 8.99 i believe that's nah, still too expensive uh <laughs> like i probably would have grabbed it if it like i'm not gonna lie. i was thinking about the other day i'll probably grab it like if it was four or five dollars mm. i would have grabbed it but um there's a i don't know why i'm never gonna there's watch a it special again. feature on on there that i'm more interested about it's like i don't know if it's parts of the book or what but it's like this whole thing that is just read by idris elba oh gotcha so i was like okay well it seems like he's got a lot to do with the special feature so mm. you know i liked it enough to pay eight dollars for it so. gotcha yeah, I figured I'd check it out. Um, I think I did get um, Cure for Wellness. I got oh, okay. It. So, um, oh, here we go. I'll just Oh, Alien Covenant. That was the other one. Mm. I got Alien Covenant. Um, Underworld Blood Wars is like five bucks. Oh, gotcha. So I figured I have all the other ones when I get this one. I was hoping Resident Evil would be, because we had fun with that one. Yeah. But it's not on sale yet. But, oh, you know, gotcha. this is the whole, you know, it's just starting. Yeah, but I don't know if that one's... Like, they've released all the lists. I don't know if that one's on it. Yeah, I didn't know how Best Buy was doing theirs. or right. I was just surprised that they actually started doing it. But Yeah. It's just so weird that yours isn't working yet. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what is it with Best Buy? You had problems the other day when we were over there with your card. Yeah. It's like, you're not a member. You're like, yeah, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I don't get it. Hopefully, it'll be something like just maybe... 
cookies were loaded wrong at school or something like that. And when I get to the house, I'll be able to figure it out. Uh, War for Planet of the Apes is really cheap. Yeah, I'm going to grab it. Yeah, if I don't know, not have waited a week. <laughs> oh, because you got it Yeah, last I, got, week. I actually picked it up from Walmart. Now, around Black Friday, I don't buy it. Like, I haven't bought movies for the last couple months. Just figuring I was going to pick them up on Black Friday. Well, it was Friday. funny because I remember that came out and I just happened to be up there and I saw it on the shelf. And I was like, man, you know, I should wait, but I really want to watch this movie. Oh, gotcha. Bought it home and it's still sitting on the shelf where I said <laughs> <Shit>. it. So. <laughs> yeah. Didn't think that one through. Yeah, I think I'm going to grab, because uh, I know Wonder Woman's like $7. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider-Man's 8 I think. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go and grab it. I think True Detective, the first season's only like 8 bucks. I'm going to go and grab it. So I got a few kind of to look for. I'm hoping that uh one of the like some of the Game of Thrones stuff goes on sale eventually because my mom's been thinking about wanting to put that set together. I was oh, really? like, if I could grab that for super cheap, that'd be kind of cool. That's cool. But yeah, I'll probably grab some stuff. Uh, video game wise, I'm not really like unless they like I said, I'm hoping Injustice goes uh-huh. uh up for sale. I know some places have it for like twenty dollars physically. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe I'll do that if they don't i'm hoping they throw it up online eventually and i can mm-hmm. just download it uh the big one i'm after on uh, as far as video games is horizon like yeah. i want to play that remember you talking about that i still haven't i don't guess i've seen anything about that other it than what you told me about reminds last me a lot of tomb raider mm-hmm. which i mean your main weapon's a bow so pretty certain i just sold you yeah at least a look at the trailer yeah but it looks good. It's like one of the most beautiful video games I've ever seen. I still want my Oliver Queen game based on the uh, Tomb Raider engine. <laughs> that would just be so fun. Oh, God, especially in the last game where you could get the ability to take out more than one person with oh, yeah. the arrows in one shot. I was like, yeah. It's like, Oliver who? <laughs> I did get a few games on Xbox last night because they started their Black Friday. Yeah. So that's interesting like yeah. i caught up my telltale library basically i just love those games right yeah that's one like i've played around a little bit on it. it's just i don't know I, like i like them but it's hard for me to sit down and have too much of that story involvement <laughs> like anymore it's so weird whenever i sit down to play games like like i broke out my raspberry pi yesterday and sat around playing super metroid and castlevania 4 because it's like i just want to almost want to go back to that mm-hmm like especially like i'm so mad that there's not more of that on like xbox because every time we're talking on xbox i'm like well i want to play something that i don't have to think about Mm. like that i can just react to and like that's why i played like most of the times i've played mega man it was just us like the mega man collection Mm. it was us on xbox because it's like oh i can just play this that's why i bought that whole disney thing the other day (laughs) is just so that i can load it up and play and have something to go so it's like I'm almost more and more wanting to go back to playing 8 and 16-bit games other than all these new complicated games that I'm like, have to invest so much time into. (laughs) I still love my reaction when I realized what Darkwing Duck was. It's Mega Man. Mega Man, Mega Man! Like I'm telling you. It was. (laughs) It's one of those things I never, like, I never played Mega Man as a kid, but the first time I saw it, I was like, this is Darkwing Duck. Like... (laughs) (laughs) It's probably guaranteed the only game I'm going to end up touching in that entire collection. Yeah. I do want to try to beat all three of the, you know, like get all three of the achievements for it. Because mm. it's like beat it under two hours. Mm. Um, beat the boss rush in under an hour, I think. Mm. And complete the game. And then 
One of them was, and this is going to be kind of hard, but uh, beat the entire game and never use rewind. Uh-huh. So I'm probably going to try to run through Darkwing Duck a few times. Cool. So you got your old school game, which kind of leads into what yeah. we're going to talk about today. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it took you a while to get to this one. It did, <laughs> which, um, which is the norm <laughs> for me. It took me a while to get to it, too, because I think it came out in... Like, I think it was out for almost six months before I sat down and watched uh-huh. But um, one of the things that sold me on it, and this was what finally made me sit down and do it, because I'm a huge Stephen King fan. Mm-hmm. The way I was sold this show is it's like Steven Spielberg made a TV show from a Stephen King novel uh-huh. in 1984. I remember you telling me that. And I was like, I kind of need to check this out. Uh-huh. I left feeling that exact same way who sold it to you like that a couple people because that's exactly how you told it to me yeah like i heard that from a few different people Oh, okay it was just the way like i'd left feeling exactly that Mm -hmm. like if you would have told me like if you took that scratched it up put some tracking lines through it Uh and put it on an old crt tv (laughs) i would believe that it was a show from Mm -hmm. the 1980s May have been pushing pushing some special effects for that time, but still, I get exactly yeah. what you're saying. Like, you know, it kind of what goes into uh, what we we're talking about with glow. Mm-hmm. You know, that setting. Yeah. It just looked like, hey, we had high definition in the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, they had high definition in the eighties. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't easily accessible <laughs> for nine ninety nine a month. <laughs> oh no, that see that's one of those things because it's so funny. Like, not saying that you're saying this, but I. I hear a lot of people it's like, oh, what? Why would you buy old movies in high definition? They didn't have high definition. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, film is a higher definition yeah. than high definition. That's why so, Ghostbusters is one of the best looking yeah. 4K transfers out there, and the best movie ever. But <laughs> yep, absolutely. So, uh, what took you so long? Life. <laughs> nah, like it was just it, dude. My pile of stuff I need to watch, read. Right. You know, go to the movies and see, do whatever. Stuff I just need to do. Just keep, I swear it gets longer every day. Yeah. And I was just like, man, you know, I really, I, like, why am I not watching this show? Like, I started figuring out who, like, Winona Ryder. Right. She's in the movie, or in the show. I'm like, okay, well, I like her in almost everything I've seen. And, you know, I start hearing about just the setting of it, the way you described it to me. I was like, man, I'm going to have to watch this. And it just kept. I kept pushing it back and pushing it back, and I think we were talking about one of the episodes, maybe in the one with Jamie was talking with us. You guys were talking about season two coming out. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, I'm just going to wait. I'll right. just watch everything in one go," which worked out. You know, you went to the, your friend's wedding, had the weekend off. We didn't mm-hmm. do any recording. I was like, "I'm going to, I'm going to watch all of Stranger Things," which I think is funny when you sent me a text the other day. It's like, "Oh, well, we can do a couple episodes," and you're like, "We can do Stranger Things." And I was like, "Well, I haven't finished Stranger Things," and. <laughs> I mean, the show had been out for four days at this point. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, I hadn't finished it. And you were like, man, what's killing me, Smalls? Like, you're killing me, Smalls. What's doing it? I was like, oh, I'm sorry. That show you just rolled over the other day and watched? <laughs> yeah, I can't, I'm not allowed to give people shit for not watching anything. <laughs> no. But I've, I've been doing better. You have. I've been doing really good. <laughs> As long as movies that you haven't seen come out with sequels, you're hey, all right. You give me a Tombstone 2 and I will be right on top of it. 
you know, that being said, I was actually in Walmart and I picked Kyle it Kilmer up. Kyle Kilmer fat as fuck now, though. <laughs> that ain't going to work. He was fat the whole time. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Like, <laughs> I, uh, I found that in Walmart finally for a reasonable price. They had it for eight bucks. And you don't own it? It's, oh, it's back there. I picked it up. <laughs> oh, calm down now. <laughs> you stay on your side of the table. <laughs> I was about to say, like, this screw Stranger Things. This is about to become a live response of, uh, like we're about to do a commentary for, Tombstone. <laughs> See, yeah, I finally picked that up. Tombstone so two. <laughs> the search for more tombstones. That's <laughs> 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 awful. It is. <laughs> this fat Val Kilmer. Fat Val Kilmer. Fat man. <laughs> Did you watch the uh, the honest trailers for Batman? Batman Forever. No. <clears throat> they make a point and it's true his batman never closes his mouth like every time he has like reaction shots his mouth is open really it's so weird oh man <laughs> so <laughs> finally decided like because of the se- second season coming uh, out finally starting to watch it and all right so just immediate like first reactions before we even get into it this was like you know what you said with stephen king spielberg Mm-hmm. I got that. I immediately got that. Like the first episode, I felt like it was not only what you said, it was an episode of the X Files set in the eighties. Yeah. You know, because you got the kid coming home. You know, got weird shit going down. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a whole hey, let's set up and find out what this was. Right. Like it was that type of show, which you know that's a good show. But you know, I, I kind of got into it. I was like, is I didn't know the vibe of the show. I did. That's the one thing I didn't know. Because, you know, I heard what you guys had told me, but I didn't know, you know, hey, is this a, like, is this a comedy? Mean? Is this an, like an X-Men type show? Right. Is this a horror show? And, you know, when first scene, little dude, Will, runs mm-hmm. into the shed and, you know, he gets his dad's gun. I'm sitting here thinking, okay, well, this has a vibe of not pure horror, more like supernatural. Like, right. You know, a TV thriller show. So I'm like, okay, I, I kind of got the vibe of the show. Or I thought I had, and it switches over. You got these kids just being kids, and I'm like, these are people I would have hung out with right. as a kid. So I'm like, you know, the first couple episodes, I was having a like, what is this? Like, right. What am I watching? But I wanted to see it. I was like, this is fun. I'm I'm actually enjoying it. You see the show start progressing, or you know, as you figure out what it's going to be. And yeah, that's the best way I can describe it. It was X Files set in the '80s, right? You know, you have the cast. Which I thought, I guess all the kids were just relatively unknowns other than the kid from, um, that I had seen in it. Right. And I and, mean, he was an unknown, you know, he hadn't done it yeah, in the first which season. Which you guys had told me, you know, oh, you know, it's the kid from Stranger Things. So that was weird for me because it was opposite. Yeah. Cause it was Mike the- is not <laughs> Richie Tozier at all. Yeah. I'm like, you know, you got the foul mouthed kid from it being this cool, you know, just, innocent type of kid yeah. from the 80s yeah you know it, it was just a, it was a good show it felt like um you know just like i said the x-men everything like that just rolled up in the like just a this weird like collection of things that i would have liked or i right. was growing up and in a lot of ways like i love this show it's it's member berries the tv show Remember Ghostbusters? Oh, I remember. Remember Slimey? Oh, my God. <laughs> it was. But my favorite part, it doesn't really beat you over the head with the nostalgia. 
Mm. Like, it uses the 80s stuff to set you... Like, to set up its world. It's the storytelling element. Yeah. But then, you know, there's nothing about it. It's not like every... It's like, oh, we're playing our brand new Nintendo Entertainment System. You know, it's just... Like, no, they're just playing with shit that you know is from that time period Mm -hmm. just to kind of set it in it. Because we had most of it. Yeah. (laughs) Which, it's so funny when... um, they, you know, the kids are talking to a love, and they're like, "Hey, can you make the Millennium Falcon fly?" And I'm sitting here looking at it. I'm like, "That's not the right Millennium Falcon. That's the one from the '90s line from Power of the Force." So I'm like, "Oh my god, my super geek just showed his head." Dude, like, mine does it all the time. <laughs> because and the only- that's why I can't watch the Goldbergs. Like, um, I love that show. I, I notice things out of order all the time and it, it aggravates Didn't me. you tell me about the Kevin Smith episode? Like, Yeah, they the got the year. release date of Batman. No, they got the year right. They got the time wrong. Oh, okay. Like, they said Batman came out in April and it came out in June. <laughs> it's like, stuff like that aggravates me. But it was so funny because I saw the Millennium Falcon and it had a battery compartment. I was like, that one didn't have a battery compartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. I mean, I really did, man. I like that show a lot. Yeah, I mean, and and you could tell it pulled inspiration from any 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, you had elements of E.T. in that. Yeah, you got E.T., you've got the Goonies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of this different stuff going on in there. It's, I don't know. Like, it's, you can tell that those guys wore their 80s love on their sleeves. And mm-hmm. were just like, so many little shots were just direct pulls or oh, homages yeah. to things. Like, mm-hmm. you have the big one with, uh, you know, Eleven flipping the... Uh, truck uh-huh. but you know riding on bikes all the group riding on bikes so mm. it's like you got your et shot in a lot of ways so it's like that i thought was pretty cool mm. one like- of my favorite ones though was in the second season and it was like uh when they're down and we'll, we're jumping around here a little bit but when they're down in the uh caves the tunnels and right as they're leaving like hop reaches back and grabs his hat like indiana uh-huh. jones <laughs> which i gotta say he's my favorite character in the show he definitely grew on me like i didn't care much for him in the first season Mm -hmm. by the time the second season was done i really liked well see it's weird because as i was watching the show um you know i knew that this guy had been cast as hellboy Mm -hmm. in the first three episodes i'm like you are going to make an awesome hellboy yeah like i just had that in the back of my head the whole time i was watching it so i'm really excited to see his take on hellboy because, I mean, you know, now that we know we're never going to get the, you know. Yeah, my Del Toro version. closing trilogy yeah. or final chapter of that trilogy. Yeah, I'm totally happy to see somebody else take Hellboy, and I'm glad it's him. Yeah. Which, you, you've seen the picture. Yeah. Right? I mean, dude looks perfect. Yeah, I mean. He's, he's got longer hair than um, Ron, Perlman. Ron Perlman did. Other than that, I'm just like, yeah, I'm, no, I'm totally he looks ready good. for that. He's a great actor. You know, the fact they're going to go a hard R. With mm-hmm. that one, like, yeah, I'm excited for that movie. Yeah, like, as far as the show, though, man, like, I just... <laughs> the other thing, other than toys and stuff like that, like, the tech that they were using. Like, you know, just using the walkie-talkie to yeah. talk to your buddy and be like, yeah, man, like, the reason it works so good is because he lives, you know, closer to me. <laughs> and, the, you know, the other guy, Lucas, they mm-hmm. have a little bit of a problem with because he lives further away. Right. Stuff like that. I was just like... I, my favorite part was, like, those kids seemed like real friends. Yeah. Like you didn't get a, Oh, well these are just kids cast as friends. Like, no, they really seemed like a group of friends. Like that had a lot of 
just real feel to it mm-hmm. that I really like that you didn't get so much out of like the teenage characters, you know, that seemed to me more like, Oh, this is a movie mm-hmm. and you know, this is movie relationship and mm-hmm. whatnot. Like, you know, cause even though, and they make it a thing in the second season, it's like, um, and for some reason I, I don't know any of their names on this show, but, uh, Mike's sister and Will's brother. Oh. I don't think they have hardly any chemistry. Nancy and uh, who was the other? I'm looking at their names right now. Actually, uh, Mike's brother. Yeah, I don't remember. Oh, um, creepy, creepy dude, right? Yeah, the, Jonathan. Jonathan. Okay, like I didn't think they had a lot of chemistry. Oh yeah. Um, until the episode where they're down in uh, not Paul Giamatti's basement. <laughs> exactly. You thought that too. <laughs> I was like, dude, they straight up just couldn't get him. So they were like, we need to look alike now. <laughs> no, that was a weird thing. Like I said, I, I apologize for jumping around in this show. So we're hoping that you've seen both seasons of Stranger Things. But the way he was, and he was like, because he kept mentioning like, that whole thing. He was like, why don't y'all just cut the bullshit and share the couch or j- share the bed and all this uh-huh. stuff. And like. I was sitting there thinking, I was like looking around this dude's apartment. I was like, he's got cameras all in this motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I was yeah. like, there's no way this is not being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> Did you catch the um, the guy who played, um, you know, you had Hop, you know, he's the sheriff. And mm-hmm. he, you had the guy who, the two officers. Right. You had the geeky guy and the, um, um, the guy from Daredevil. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he actually played in Daredevil. Because I'm sitting there, like, as I was watching it, it was aggravating me so bad I had to pause the show and look him up. Who was he in Daredevil? He was, uh, let's see here. I'm going to look him up again. He's the one who played Turk. Oh, okay. So, it, he's, the one, he's the one who's been in... Yeah, he's been in a few of them. A few of the Netflix shows. Yeah, because the whole time I was watching I was like, man, it's aggravating me. i got to look this guy <laughs> up. I don't know, man. There's just a lot about that show. Like, you know, I like the, like you said, like the kids, like, they... You can tell these kids just hang out after the show's yeah. done filming. Well, even one of the things that got me, like I said, their friendship seemed real, even to the point to where when they have problems with each other, mm. it seems like normal young kid problems yeah. with each other. Like, no, of course they would get mad at them. Like, you know, mad at each other over this stuff or all that stuff. Like, I just thought that stuff was cool. The other big thing that sold me, you know, you asked me what it took me so long to watch it. I went ahead and watched it, which is weird. Like, you normally I don't do stuff like this, but I watched the trailer for the second season, even though I'd not seen the first one. And I saw the Ghostbuster game. Right. So I was like, okay, it's time to get on board with this. <laughs> that had one of my favorite lines, like, when they want to go talk to Max, the new girl. Yeah. And they're like, whoa, are you afraid? What if she doesn't like Ghostbusters? It's like, of course she likes Ghostbusters. That's not what I'm worried about. Like, <laughs> and I just thought that was so funny that... This is the, this is the year that you and I both got to go out in our Ghostbuster gear, <laughs> and you know we have Stranger Things happening. And I'm just like, that's pretty funny. Somebody, I was, um, I was aggravated. I didn't have a suit like that when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Brian sent me a message one day. He was like, "Yeah, you and Shane look pretty cool as the kids from Stranger Things." I was like, "Get out of here!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the Ghostbusters episode. You know, I absolutely loved it. Which I'm mm-hmm. sitting here thinking, like you, I'm like, man, why didn't I have that as a kid? Why didn't I make this? I wasn't that cool. I couldn't have made this. Like, he actually makes a working trap. Yeah. I was like, that's awesome. And it was so funny because at the end of that episode, hits and they play the Ghostbusters theme. 
I just straight up backed out of, you know, skipped to the next episode and just let the theme the play. Because <laughs> that was when I took a break. I was like, because, you know, I only went right from season one into right. season two. I was like, okay, it's time to go eat something. This binge watching stuff is going to legitimately kill me unless I eat something. <laughs> funny thing is going into season two, like one of the things I thought was funny, you see Will so little in the first season. It was almost like he was a brand new character. Yeah. In the second season. Yeah, and well, I mean, they kind of snatch him away for a little bit too in season two. Yeah, so I'm just like, man, poor Will. <laughs> well, it's like season one, like I don't know that finding out like the whole thing. I'm like, what is this world? And mm-hmm. like some of the introduction, like, and when I go into Stephen King, like some of the stuff, like the bullies, uh-huh. you know, the scene at the rock quarry uh, with the bullies, like that's straight out of a Stephen King mm-hmm. book. Um, I mean, most likely, like, out of it, which you was saying, like, you know, uh-huh. something like that. So, I don't know, just the way that they kind of built that world up. And I liked, I saw something the other day that was, like, everybody in this movie, or in this show, is experiencing a different movie. Like, the kids are experiencing, like, a Goonies coming of age mm. movie with like some supernatural elements. Um, the teenagers are in like a straight slasher horror movie. The adults are in like a, a suspense thriller movie. Uh-huh. So it's like the kind of thing that each generation is essentially in a different genre of movie yeah. while the show's going on. And that carried into basically both seasons. And I like how disconnected, like, even though you've got this whole through line of where's Will, you have all these little individual stories that get to happen in that world. And I can't really think of any, especially season one. There's hardly anything that I can think of that I was like, I just straight didn't like, except for I didn't care much for Winona Ryder in the first season. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I thought she overreacted or overacted, not overreacted because I can understand that, but she overacted Mm. a lot. Yeah. in season two, you tell she was more laid back. Yeah. That being said, like I made a joke. I was like, man, after last season and after this, he was like, this kid's never going to be able to do anything without his mom, (laughs) like being right there. And even like you see that through the show, she Mm -hmm. has to come get him, uh, you know, when she calls the school and they're like, oh, God, it's Joyce Byers again. Uh, like, Yeah, they are. Um, I have to find that video to show you, but um, I'll put it in show notes, too. But there's a um, comparison. Like, it just breaks down, like, all the different shots and from what movie they're from. Oh, I've, I've seen uh, something. I haven't watched it. But yeah, it's like it's like almost like a 10 minute video just comparing different shots and angles from different, mm-hmm. you know, eighties, you know, movies and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, man, like just, you know, it's funny because like, I know that, you know, there's kids out there that watch or, you know, they're going to watch this show and be like, it won't hit them as much as it did right. us. Our generation that grew up with this, it's just like, we're watching a TV show with nostalgia goggles on. Yeah. Basically. And, you know, you're seeing, like, stuff in the show. You're seeing places. You're seeing, like, the arcade. Like, kids today are like, what the fuck's an arcade? Yeah, like, why are they going here to play all these games? Yeah, like, like you know, stuff like that. Um, What was it? No, I'm sorry. I'm, I was about to mix an episode of uh, Walking Dead in here. <laughs> well, see, in Walking Dead, Carl and the other girl find a pair of skates. Oh, gotcha. And I'm sitting there thinking, dude, 
kids do this nowadays? <laughs> like, uh, now the kids all have the stupid Healy shoes. Where yeah. that's something I don't get. One of my kids walked in the other day uh, at school wearing a pair of those and like skating around my room, and I was like, no. <laughs> to start dropping broomsticks throughout the classroom, <laughs> dude. I, every time it's a it's pathological at this point. Every time I see somebody on those things, mm-hmm. I just want to clothesline them. <laughs> like I want to like JBL clothesline the living <laughs> shit out of every person I see using those little heel shoes. <laughs> like I don't know why, but that's my first immediate reaction is just. Stan Hansen in the hell out of them. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Let's see. Um, but I don't do it so that I can stay employed and out yeah. of jail. <laughs> Has nothing to do with being a good person. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just watching that, it just reminds you of like a different time. Like, you know, you brought up the whole thing with the, you know, his mom being overprotective. Mm-hmm. These kids are just going and doing whatever in the hell they want to do with the parents just being like, well, you guys have fun. <laughs> oh, no, absolutely. In in the second season, it seemed like Nancy and Jonathan were gone for like six weeks. Yeah. Like, yeah. they just <laughs> left. And the dad was like, I don't know where they are. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that dad doesn't care about anything, which no. he should be caring about his hot wife, though. Let's just go ahead and get that oh, on front that street. Episode? <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> When she walks to the door, and I'm just like, hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay, well, okay. It was one of those, I was sitting there watching, and I was like, no, she immediately walks back upstairs and gets back in that bathtub mm. after that. <laughs> it's like, totally makes you forget about Stifler's mom. Yeah. Because, <laughs> holy crap. Especially because he's like, I didn't know Nancy had a sister. Oh, it's- I was like, really, dude? <laughs> With like one button on your shirt buttoned and <laughs> but um hockey hair like it's going out of style. It was so funny too because uh you know, talking about the you know, the parents not caring about the kids. Did you see the sketch from SNL addressing that? Uh with uh uh Kale. Yeah, yeah. Or uh Keenan. Oh Keenan, yeah. That was so funny. It's like when Hop shows up, they're both immediately <laughs> like their hands up. <laughs> Quit hanging out with these white kids. (laughs) Like, one thing that I thought was really interesting was after how big of a part of, like, Elle being part of the kids' lives in the first one, Mm -hmm. you don't go until the end of the last, or, like, the second to last episode to reunite them. (laughs) Holy crap, they pulled a Superman in the promotional material. (laughs) Pretty much. Well, and then one thing, like, a lot of people, all right, so second season, what did you, what are your thoughts on episode seven? seven? The one that everybody Everybody about. hates, yes. Um, I liked it, and, I mean, I know it's going to set up for something for season three. I mean, yeah. I get it. Like, that girl, eight, is, you know she's going to be in season three. Yeah, exactly, and not even eight. How many other, you know, yeah. there are at least 11. There have to be, yeah. you know, going on, you know, that principle. So that'll be fun to see the other kids, what mm-hmm. their powers are and stuff like that, which I guess that comes into play and, you know, me saying a lot, it reminds me of the X-Men. Mm-hmm. But also this episode in particular, it seriously reminded me of like, it was an episode of Heroes set in the 80s. Yeah. Like it had that tone of, you know, the actual Heroes yeah. show, which I enjoyed that show. I liked it a lot, you know, during its time. But, um, that, yeah, that was my takeaway of that episode. Like, I understand it's out of place mm-hmm. and you know, it is, and there's going to be repercussions from that episode. Like, you know, I can't remember. Did they actually kill the guy? 
or did they let him live? Nah, they she let him live. Okay. <clears throat> so somehow Hop's gonna find out about it. Yeah. You know, he's he stepped up, he's he's her dad now. Mm-hmm. Which I love that. Yeah. I thought that was an amazing story art. So yeah, there's gonna be repercussions of that. He's gonna, you know, try to make sure you he's gonna be the father figure and be like, Hey, you can't just go around killing people, you know. You gotta use these powers right. for good. You know, he's gonna step in and you know, be that Bruce Wayne or Alfred or whatever you need yeah. to be to, you know, the person that, you know, you're basically mentoring. So I don't have any problems with that episode. I see, I don't know. Like to me it's it makes sense for Elle to finally decide no, she's here to be the hero. Mm-hmm. Like, because before that, she really wasn't caring about, like, she just wanted out. Mm-hmm. Like, she wasn't worried about, like, helping anybody or protecting anybody. Yeah. And it's like, without her doing the whole thing of, like, no, you have to channel your anger. You have to, like, like helping show her potential. You don't have the ending to where she's able to seal the rift and go from there. So, yeah, it was a little out of nowhere, but mm-hmm. or out of place. And it was like, I think people would have less of a problem with it if it intercut the other stuff going on in Hawkins. Yeah. Like, if, say, this was, if you intercut this with episodes six and seven, uh-huh. and it's two episodes, and this just happens over the course of two episodes, mm-hmm. I don't think people would have as much of a problem with it. But I think since it was that episode only had L in it, none of the other characters showed up in it. Uh-huh. I think that's why people think it felt out of place. I can get that. Yeah, I just think it's going to do a lot for her character as far yeah. as, you know, she had, um, was it the guy who played uh, Matthew Modine that played the doctor? Yeah. You know, that was her ideal, I guess. Or, I mean, she called him Papa. So, yeah. that, you know, she's got one extreme side of a parent figure versus the other side yeah. of a parent figure. Because, you know, Hop's doing everything he can to protect her for good reasons. And, mm-hmm. you know, Papa was basically just using her. Yeah. So, you know, she's going to see that there's two sides. And that's the other thing about her. She's learning to integrate into our world. Yeah. So and having she's going to see that there's two people. different type of people mm-hmm. in the world. And, you know, she's got the kids, you know, her, you know, her group. Right. And, you know, but you need that you know, parental figure mm-hmm. at that age. So she's going she's like I said, she's going to see there's good and there's bad in the world. Yeah. That's my whole big takeaway from that episode. Like a lot of people complain about it, but I think it's, I think it's, there's more to that episode than people are seeing. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. And I don't see how, when the show's only nine episodes, how you can be unhappy about one episode. <laughs> Last episode, even... I just bitched about having filler episodes. And this one so... wasn't, well, this one to me wasn't filler. Like, no, it, it's it a... built her character. The, uh, the next two episodes can't happen if that episode doesn't happen. Yeah, you need her to come back and you need her to be the person. Like, even come back confident yeah. and wanting to help. Like they even tell that to her, they're like, "There's, you know, you can't. They can't save you." And she's like, "But I can save them." Right. So she makes a call right there. You know, she she's leaning more toward the light side. Yeah. <laughs> of things. So. Yeah. I just I don't know, man. Like, that's my takeaway from that episode. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing I was going to make. Like I kind of brought that up in the last episode with filler, and it's like it shows like this. This is that's why I can't deal with shows that have filler anymore Mm -hmm. like two seasons of this show is 17 episodes Mm. i mean it's tight compact like you get all the information that you need 
there's no wasted movement in this show. Right. Like everything does what it needs to do. Mm. And that I love it. Like, I mean, we're yeah. Getting- would I like more of it? Absolutely. I can't wait for season three. Yeah. I do not want 20 episodes of this mm. a season to where I've got to figure out like, Oh, well I've got, you know, I don't want, Oh, well it's the random Christmas episode <laughs> or, you know, yeah, like that crap. I think, um, I mean, Game of Thrones definitely set the bar for that. Well, I, I guess you could even go back and say as far as Sopranos, Sopranos was only right. 10 episodes. So HBO set the bar for, mm-hmm. you know, having a tighter show and, you know, Netflix, they do their thing, and it seems like they're falling in with shorter episodes. What mm-hmm. they? Oh, I'm sorry, the Marvel shows. Yeah, because you know, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, all those 13. were longer episodes. Or were they 13? Yeah, yeah, they were 13. And then what? Uh, Defenders, Defenders went was to eight. eight. So maybe they're going to take a page out of the book too, and they, you know, maybe it's like me with wrestling. Less is more, as long as it's good. Yeah, like don't just give me like crap. don't fill it up with a bunch of extra stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, I thought it was fun. You know, season two, I actually did think was fun with uh, Ad and Sean Astin. Since, actually hey, let's, let's have a Goonies in, in a Goonie-inspired show. And I love that he's like the OG nerd. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love that, too. Working at a Radio Shack. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, stuff like that, you know. Oh, and she's like, I can't make the video work. And he's like, oh, we got to have this cable and this cable. And it's like, I just oh, love that he's yeah. like super into this shit. And she's like, no, I don't care. Like, yeah. And it's so funny, too, seeing that, like, you know, she's trying to put the little VHS or the VHC and yeah. the, uh, the, the VCR. And as I'm watching it, I'm like, you can't do that. <laughs> like. It, that was the equivalent of like watching my mom and my sister try to do that. So I've been there. <laughs> One thing I really liked with him is that I was so afraid that, cause I remember even sending a message to somebody like one of the, uh, First times that, like, he's around when Hop shows up. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, man, I think Rudy just figured out where he sits on the totem pole. Like, <laughs> But that never happened. Like, I was uh-huh. so afraid that it was like, I didn't want that se- season to end with, like, oh, well, he found out that she really loves Hop. And, you know, mm-hmm. he's just got to fade away and whatever. And it's like, no, I love the fact that even though, you know, like we said, we are not where we're spoiling things, but mm. you know, even though he dies at the end, which I hated, yeah, like she lost him and loved him. Like it was done in mm. a way to where it wasn't just, Oh, well this was this guy and he's around to be the love interest for a couple episodes and then he's gone. Yeah. Like I really liked that. Which I mean, you touched on, I guess that's, it seems like that's what they're building to. Cause it seems like, Oh no, know, they have a history. Yeah. You know, talking about smoking behind the the bleachers at school and stuff like that. So, kind of makes you think that there's more than they've let on so far in the show. And you know, just the course of him being the cop and you know Mm -hmm. the shit that's going down, you know, in the the town. Which you know, again, that you know, it's not an '80s show, but the whole concept of you know it being one central point that Mm -hmm. is causing all this stuff. It's kind of like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, gotcha. Because the town of Sunnydale was built on a hellmouth. Right. You know, portal to hell. That's why all this stuff was happening. So that right there, which, I mean, that is kind of weird because the, have they actually explained what they were doing? Like why this no, thing was like open to begin thing with? No, hasn't come up at all, yeah. I was a little lost there a few times when they were talking about it. Because I, I think was it's like, just did I miss of, something? No, I think it's just one of those things where, like, that to me ran from another, like, Stephen King thing, like, you know, the mist. Mm. The only explanation you get is no, they opened a portal to somewhere 
Mm. Or like there was some government thing that we think tore into another dimension or something. And boom, there you go. Uh, I gotcha. Like, I think they just were like, they didn't get caught up in the minutia of explaining this thing, mm. which I think is great. Like, that's one of the things that's really hard in sci-fi and fantasy and stuff like that is getting too involved in your world. Uh-huh. So it's like, oh, I'm going to spend all my time setting up my world that your characters suffer for it. This one just shows you the characters in this world that happens to exist. Mm. Like you don't know, like you really still don't know like what L is like if she was born that way, if they made her that way, like you don't know. Right. And I like that. Like it's something that they can start explaining later down the line if they want to, or if they never explain it, I'm good. Well, I mean, they kind of hinted at it with, you know, the mother, Mm -hmm. you know, her you know getting abilities from like did they experiment on the mother like is this right those things like they kind of go into it a little bit but at the same time you don't know why they're doing it yeah you know but i'm glad that there's not an episode that explains yeah like Like, i like just no you're just living the same way the kids are you're in this world mm -hmm. and you're dealing with it like i like that it's a it's such an odd show to try to explain but it's just a fun show yeah it's a, that's the best way to sum it up i think it's just like and especially anybody of our age that grew up with this stuff you're gonna love this show yeah because like i said i was a little late to the game but i jumped in head first and didn't stop and well i just downloaded them all and gave them to mom the other day because like she even told me she's like everybody keeps talking about the show uh-huh. she's like i need to watch it and like i even sent my sister a message i was like you watch stranger things she's like yeah I was like, well, have you watched the second season? She's like, oh, yeah. She was commenting on my Facebook when I was watching it. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah, while you were gone, that's The mom funny. was like, yeah, even Candace has watched it. And I was like, yeah, like, <laughs> so I gave it, I downloaded Punisher, and uh, which is funny. Mom started Punisher before I did. Mom doesn't even have Netflix. So. <laughs> that cool uncle hookup? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That always surprised me when people download stuff from Netflix. I'm like, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, I haven't heard Netflix going after people. So I was like, well, let me throw Peer Block on here just in case. And <laughs> The internet's a wonderful thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, this is, this is a great show. This is one of those that I'm hoping they keep going with it. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting as these kids start getting older, though. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to run to where, you know, any year that you take, they're going to grow up like crazy in between seasons. Have you heard about the uh, funny, you know, the show takes place in Indiana? Mm-hmm. Have you heard about the whole, it's connected to Parks and Recreation thing? No. <laughs> it's just little funny stuff that they talk about. Like, uh, I know you've heard me and Derek do our John Ralphio impression, or the whole, it's the worst. Oh, yeah. Like, have you seen the guy who plays him? No. He looks like um, the guy who played. Who was the uh, oh, the the kid from? Um, he was running the high school. Steve King. Steve oh, yeah. <laughs> that they called him. Uh, he looks like John Ralphio. Oh, okay. Uh, Parks and Recreation. Well, they were talking about Elle. You know her love for waffles. Like that's Leslie. And like there's like is everything like weird oh, that gotcha. takes place in Indiana connected to each other? I was like, that's funny. Well there was that old show from when we were kids of Erie, Indiana. Yeah. That's <laughs> funny. Like the actors who play um, you know, Steve and John Raffio, they enter they bring them in and do an interview together. Mm-hmm. And it, I can't remember who does it, but it's so funny. I have to put it in the show notes, but they just started interviewing each other and they're like, Well, you know, 
the, the shows don't take place in the same time period. So basically, you would have to be my father, right? He's like, that's impossible. I'm like 20 years older than you. <laughs> it's so funny. I'll have to show it to you. I just, I don't know, man. I can't say enough good things about the show other than watch it. Yeah. No, it's like we didn't go a lot in depth on it because it's like really – I want people to experience this for themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to lead them through the show. Like, we've never been the show to where it's like, oh, we're going to start in episode one and recap all the way through. No. But I wouldn't want to do that even if we were, because this is one of those that, like, I want people to experience it. So for, like, the four of you that haven't seen Stranger Things <laughs> yet, um, there were five, but Rob watched it yeah. last week. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> Well, not in last place. <laughs> but for those like, check this out. Like Netflix, Netflix is killing it. Like just the, I mean, my favorite shows right now are Netflix. Like, you know, Daredevil's amazing. Mm-hmm. And honestly, two and a half episodes in Punisher's starting to look like it's going to rank up there with Dare, I uh, think, Daredevil. You know, I'm going to do Punisher next. I'm going to probably start on that before I started in this episode. And, um, I've heard you talk about it. So this episode will be edited 13 uh, hours from <laughs> the time that you Maybe. start. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I was thinking about, uh, you know, I want to do, I want to watch Punisher next and I've heard you talk about it. I've heard Kevin Smith talk about it. I need to watch black mirror. I've only seen a couple episodes of it, uh-huh. but yes, I like, I need to sit down and watch it. But black mirror is not one of those that like that show is so fucked up mm-hmm. that I can't, just sit down and like kill it. Mm. Like I almost want to watch an episode and then like let it sit in my mind for a couple weeks. Then I'll watch another episode, which it's a BBC show. So it's like each season's only like three episodes. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Um, and they're all like, none of them are interconnected. Like they're standalone episodes mm. each episode. Oh, okay. Um, it's it's one of those that's fucked up. Plus, speaking of fucked up, you need to watch uh, Get Out. Yeah. Like, we sat down to watch that the other day. And I'm, I'm learning like in the first hour was Josh and I trying to figure out what the movie was. Mm. And just when we're like, we figured it out. We got it. I understand exactly what this movie is. We didn't. <laughs> And it was just one of those, like, it was just a fun ride. Okay. That one. So, yeah, when you, that'll be one that you need to grab. I need to definitely get that one done before we do our movies of the year. Absolutely. Because didn't it come out in like February? Yeah. It's a 17 movie. So, yeah, I'll need to add that into the consideration. (laughs) (laughs) But, But, um, like we said, it's go watch some of this stuff. Go watch Stranger Things. If you've seen it, watch it again. <laughs> uh, go watch Punisher so that you're ready to talk about it when uh, we sit down in a little bit and watch Punisher with our <laughs> special guest. Y'all get to oh, yeah. y'all get to finally meet Derek. <laughs> <laughs> I'll apologize in advance. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Derek. I figured it was fair. I mean, we've got our comic book characters and he finally got a yeah. show that he's ready for. So I was like, it's special guest time. Yeah. I'm thinking I may have to try to track them down before we do that episode. And after I kill this show of and bust through the three movies. Yeah. I haven't seen, I've never watched uh Warzone. Really? Yeah. It's. And well, actually I've never seen the old Dolph the one. So it's, yeah. but I just kind of thought about like busting through them just to yeah. kind of see. Might as well. But uh, 
yeah until then like that's something to look forward to but (laughs) until then i've been shane i've been robbie and we will see you at netflix This is Boris Petrov, and I'm coming to you live via a pre-recording to tell you about another bullshit capitalist pig American show. This week, the culprit is none other than Stranger Things. I have big massive issue with show Stranger Things. They have a kid named Eleven who cannot let go of her ego long enough to solve problem. Lando Calrissian did not leave Cloud City to do voiceover for Mikhail Jackson 1983 video for some bullshit children to solve problem. That video still plays on mainstream video watching network, MTV. They are number one. Who are you going to call to solve problem instead? Ghostbusters. For $20 money order, I'll send you 3x5 index card of Ghostbusters phone number. They are amazing. Five stars. Because when there's stranger things happening in your neighborhood, who is it that you're going to call? Boris? I mean Ghostbusters. And who are you going to send your money to? Boris Petrov!